0: Welcome to another edition of Sounding Board. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening to a podcast, it's great to have you with a podcast about freedom and capitalism. Now, the last couple of editions, I've, I've kind of planned them. This one is one of yours, and I have no idea. So,
1: Nick, over to you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and build on the theme of the last couple of weeks. We've, we've talked a lot about the definitions of things. you dug into um, uh, the left wing uh, two episodes ago then we went specifically back to the left and the right and the differences between them. Um, and what I started thinking about during the week um, were other definitions, but in actual fact, what I what I found myself doing, and this is a general theme for me, so I'm gonna have a little bit of a rant and then, and then we, can, and we can talk about it. And this is um, my rejection of labels. Okay? Right. And I think, to link it to definitions, I think I'm fed up of being defined. <laughs> okay, so this is this is my this is my theme, and this keeps coming up in um, in, in media and on social media where uh, people are people are labelled uh, with an opinion with their opinion, or they're labelled because of a characteristic of theirs. Um, and those those are difficult ones, more difficult ones to get get away from. Um, but It's this concept of being put in a box so that you can't get out of it again.
0: Well, so I know this about you specifically because I was flicking through some of our old material earlier on today Mm. and there's a podcast where we talk about capitalism needing a reboot into valuism. You coined the term valuism, I then immediately ask you if we are now valuists And he said, no, 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 you know me, I don't like to be identified as anything, (laughs) even your own
1: term. (laughs) Maybe this is just a problem that I have, Uh, but I don't like being, do you know, right, right, here we go. I don't like being constrained and it's the freedom from constraints, uh, which is obviously a, a, a long running theme for us. And that—that that, in fact, the term we—when was the last time we used the word constraint? But a regulation is a constraint. I don't know if we ever have. Yeah, tax honest. is a constraint, but actually, it, a, a, a government free from constraint—you know—it's—it's it's, it's these kind of things. Um, I, don't, I don't want a government no. free from constraint. <laughs> I'm wording that badly. <laughs> a, government, a government that doesn't constrain us. Uh, but this this concept of. Once you've been put in the box, you kind of can't get out of it again. It's it's how you're defined, uh, and obviously it's taken to stupid degrees these days. Someone can say something defending someone, and then that's it. They're called a racist and all that kind of nonsense. But or you could have said something twenty five years ago. Yes, and that's it. That would have been Game perfectly over. acceptable then. Yeah, um, but it's it's more than that, and I wanna I wanna say some of the other labels um, that I that I don't like, and I don't. One of the things I don't like is being, being defined in the negative, so being a not something. Okay. Right. My favorite of these, when I say favorite, my, my favorite example of this is non-believer. Okay. <laughs> so I don't like being defined as a non-believer. Like everyone else is a believer, but you're you you a non-believer. You, are, you must this must be a smaller group of people because believer must be the default. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. But then, you see, you end up with someone invents a label for the, for the thing which is nothing. And, yeah, believe me, you, you've got something extra. You've created religion, and now you're a religionist, and you are, in quotes, a believer in something you've invented. And you've now had to invent a term atheist for someone who who doesn't believe in that way. So I've never, I've never wanted to describe myself as an atheist. Well, so... Uh, Correct me if I'm
0: wrong here. So I'm I'm not entirely sure of the definition, but is no is atheist s- someone who doesn't believe? Or I thought an atheist was someone who believed there wasn't a god. Right. So maybe do, do you see the difference? Because I do. They, they, they both require belief. Whereas if you're, for example, agnostic, you don't know, which is probably what. Yes. I, I would. Like, I don't know either way. Yes. But Quite I it, see. I see what you're saying. really <laughs> unlikely, though. And this. And this also applies to the NHS to climate change. Oh God, yes. You're a non-believer. Um, well, and so to now long. it's a denier,
1: obviously, and so it's it's like I mean, I'm I'm inventing this phrase now, but a belief denier is a supposed well, they, the they, equivalent they, term. They
0: use the word denier because it's because of Holocaust denial. Because of Holocaust denial, that's exactly it. Um,
1: yeah. So I don't I don't like non-believer. Um, I don't like. Uh, this is my new, new favorite hatred word, cis. Now, what on earth? What on earth? I'm, and I don't, and this is the other thing. I also don't want to be defined as normal. Okay? I'm not normal. <laughs> and obviously, you can get into the whole what is normal um, question, and we can get into statistics and the normal distribution and everything else, and what is most common versus Midpoints and all this kind of stuff, but it's not—it's not that I—it's not that I want to be defined as normal in some way, and I'm not also, let's be clear, saying that what is currently defined as cis is in quotes normal. But I just hate that this definition has been created and that I'm suddenly labelled as it. Well, particularly because I'm very clear about my gender, and the, particularly as the people who are doing the labelling
0: are the ones who hate getting labelled themselves. Yes. The irony in that is ridiculous. Yes, you know you can you cannot possibly use the wrong term for them mm. or, or call them something that they don't. But they like. can invent a whole term. But they can do the same thing for ninety nine point nine eight percent of the population or whatever the statistic is. See where I'm getting at now? Then oh, absolutely. Okay.
1: Now you can obviously take this um, take this further. Um, if you if you do start including um, uh, terms like white or, or whatever, then it can get a bit more tricky because um, that. The major problem with using racial terms like black and white, or person of colour, or whatever else, is that they aren't descriptive anymore. They, and in fact, they've arguably never been descriptive. You know, people are not black or white. And so these terms have crept in, then they've stuck. But also, you can look at you and say, oh, you're white. But that doesn't in any way, shape, or form Describe your ethnic makeup, which is actually only three quarters um, European white, uh, and in fact, in fact, you did your test. I had my DNA <laughs> test. So I'm I'm uh, I'm about a third um, of Indian descent. Yes, exactly. And we we knew about the quarter. We're mm-hmm. both a quarter um, Tamil, a very dark-skinned Indian, um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and then you did the DNA test. Which I mean, I'm interested to in know what the kind of the margin for error is on, on this kind of stuff, but yeah, suddenly it increased to a third and it's like, well, whatever, ha- what happened to the rest of the, you know, English side of the family, um, or whatever? My favourite, just as an aside, was 2% Pacific Islander. Oh, yes. From, oh, from that that's, that's a stat yeah. I remember, <laughs> because I'm thinking, well, your DNA, um, in terms of origins, must be pretty similar to mine, <laughs> to the brothers, I, I imagine that there wouldn't be a, a much of a variation there at all. Um, but uh, 2% Pacific Islander, in fact wasn't there a whole thing about it, 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 put, it put it into a percentage of you are less or most like the people of this country or something, wasn't there some weird stats?
0: Yeah and so I was, one thing that amazed me as well was that the the largest percentage by uh, by only a bit but it was it was over a third was Irish of Irish descent. Right okay which we didn't really know about. We didn't know at all obviously yeah. the, the name Elliot comes from up north and yeah Scotland, but it must have been Celtic origin from Ireland. Yes. Back in the day, that that moved across into up into Scotland.
1: Yeah, I mean the um, Elliots are a border clan, but yeah. yeah, but of the Scottish borders. But as you said, Celts um, uh, shared. But I've got I've got part Finnish. I've got uh, there's all sorts. But but wasn't there a whole thing of you are like uh, you know you are only like ten percent of the population of the UK or something? It was there was some it was some way of comparing you with the average Joe right and it was very much I not I can't remember that it, 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 and it was you know. well this that, that, that Pacific Island was very
0: rare because apparently yeah. the vast majority of them are that's it they just you know they are
1: alone and they don't really yeah. move off the island at all exactly um, yes that that's the kind of their trait isn't it um, but yet you can be very easily labelled white and so it doesn't it doesn't bear out these things not that it particularly matters, but just just war on this subject. Have you have you read the manners of crowds? By I
0: haven't yet. No, Douglas Murray. So right. he he picks up on the fact that these days people talk about it more as being uh, a software as opposed to a hardware issue. So for example, if you you're black but you have the wrong opinions, yeah, you're no longer you're no longer black, and and your things like whiteness is a term, yeah, are for a group of opinions. So you know people get labelled, you know, coconut Uncle Tom. And, yeah and all these obnoxious names because yeah. they have the the wrong opinions um in yeah air quotes
1: Yeah. listener. Um what do you think's gonna happen to Bonnie Greer now that she's met with Lawrence Fox? Have you seen this? I I saw the photo. Yeah. Um I mean I've seen probably I've seen pylins already. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Properly denouncing her because she went and had tea with the racist in quotes. I mean, isn't it, isn't, it, isn't it mad? Uh, we were talking just but he, before. He was the only one who clearly defined what racism
0: was yes. and stuck to it 100%.
1: Well, but his definition itself was consistent. That's, that's, yeah, that's what, yeah. that's
0: what I mean. He was consistent throughout, as opposed to, well, only these people can be racist and these people can't Well, hang on, that, that in itself. That's if a, you're basing that on the colour of that, someone's That is racism, skin, racism that is guys. <laughs> definition of racism. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, just before we started recording, we were talking about how what we enjoy doing is we actually... I mean, you, you look back at these, uh, these podcasts, we enjoy defining things. We, we do enjoy coming up with what we think are the right definitions, but it's, it's, a, it's a collaborative process where we to and fro, one of us may come with something and then the other person challenges it and we try and end up with a better definition at the end of it. But it's, it's a
0: groundwork for the discussion, isn't it? I mean, you, know, you, you need to do that so that everybody knows what you are discussing. If we yeah. just talked about racism... Um, or you know, or capitalism, or whatever. Yes, we need to define it so that people know specifically what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, I agree, and um, and I do enjoy doing that as well. Yeah, and I think what we've what we've worked out is there's a lot of there's there's a lot of material just in the definitions, um, and and this is kind of part of the other problem I want to talk about because the labels get misused, uh, and and the labels get twisted. And so now people can be um, labelled uh, a Nazi and a racist and all this kind of stuff. And, it, and they start losing their true meaning. And they start losing their meaning whatsoever, you know. Uh, calling everyone a fascist, it kind of devalues the term, doesn't it, a bit. And, and I feel that that's, that's happening now with these labels. It's, it's, it's crying wolf. I mean, if, yes, heaven forbid some real fascists come along. Yeah, what do we call them?
0: An and, uber And who's going who's gonna to know? Because, yeah. because everybody's called a fascist these days, it will yeah. just get ignored.
1: Do you think that means that there's more chance that this, this is actually having the opposite effect? Uh, of the, the, the people who are supposedly anti-fascists, um, I'm not talking about the normal people, the people who are keep, labored, keep throwing the term around uh, with impunity. Do you think they are allowing real fascism to kind of come in by the back door or yeah, at least creating the atmosphere and the environment that means it can happen undercover a bit more. Yeah, so I don't think it's I don't think it's happening
0: yet, but I think no. it is
1: they are they are providing the
0: environment for sure. Yeah. Because also things like if you shut down speech, um, and you you know, you just shut down arguments, then that gives everyone, fascists included, a legitimate grievance. Yeah. You don't want to give fascists' legitimate
1: agreements. No, do you? no. <laughs> don't don't even want to give anyone legitimate agreement. Because should we start with the fascists? Well, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, so I hate labels. I hate being put in boxes. I hate being defined. Uh, so you're a non-labeler. Uh, oh God, don't start. Don't start, <laughs> start labelling me with your non-labels. Um, and I think I, I, I think I think I can bring this on to just tribalism in general. But you see, we're told we are, we, are, we are told that people, and the evidence is there, people like to be part of tribes. And so, political parties and communities, uh, and, and in fact, the, the Identity Politics Brigade, on mainly the left, are, are stoking up, because it's possible, um, these groupings of people, uh, where you get to, uh, in fact, they make it so that the more labels you grab, Um, this is intersectionalism isn't it the the better you can be treated Um, and so actually it's good to be part of um, of uh, of a multi-ethnic group so you and I should be shouting about our third uh, uh, 33% um, uh, Indian and 2% Pacific Islander because you know that that allows us to enter a particular group um, uh, but the problem is that we're male and we're white and we're middle aged now all that that kind of stuff Um, but I I, d- I just don't feel tribal and I don't, I'm not sure I ever have. I don't, I, I you know, I wouldn't describe myself particularly as a loner, but at the same time, I've, I've always been quite happy um, on my own. You know, this is, is, is this a minority thing that not wanting to be part of a, I think, a, of a group? I think
0: it's a libertarian thing because I'm, I'm exactly the same and I just want to be treated as an individual um, and it's, it's, I've never really I've I've never really been like a massive patriot or, or anything anything like that. Shall uh, I
1: tell you shall I tell you my next my next theory, my next problem though? Okay. This is also the reason why I don't want to define myself as a libertarian. No, no, that's fair enough. <laughs> and I and I, I, I kind of I went with classical liberal for a while. I sometimes use that term because it's easier to communicate to people what that means. But I don't believe a true libertarian would label themselves libertarian because that means they're putting themselves as part of a group. <laughs> and a true libertarian is rejecting collectivism and, and putting yourself, labelling yourself as part of a group is, uh, is a form of collectivism. What this, say this, you, sir? This is, this, is almost, this, this, this is almost like your all-government departments are left-wing,
0: <laughs> even the right-wing ones. <laughs> and this because, is why? Because they're owned by the state. <laughs> P- prove me wrong. <laughs> so it's yeah, it is an interesting one, particularly as the word libertarian came from the left originally. Uh,
1: another example, yeah, capitalism invented by its enemies. Uh, libertarianism is a is, is kind of similar, but also, I mean, you yeah, know, you see you see this on social media and you see it in punditry. Um, the term is just misused, and people will define themselves. I'm a libertarian, therefore I want the following regulations and bans on you know or. Well, and it's just it's just nonsense. Um, I'm, a liber- I'm a I'm a libertarian. All I want is ten percent tax and and all that stuff. And it's it's going the way that liberal did. Yes. Um,
0: you know it, it's kind of it, it, there's scope creep uh, in in the in the term libertarian. And, and so I tend to I quite like I quite like voluntarist. Yeah, I've more, seen you've used that for than, quite a while. More than others.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, in, individualist. I don't really like that as a word. But this is the other problem. I don't like the word libertarianism as a word. And one of the reasons is because lib li- libertarian I love the word liberty, liberty though. I love the word liberty. You you know one of <laughs> you know, you know, the let, let's be clear I've nailed my colors to the mast here. My daughter is called Liberty. So I was when you when I, when I you told me that I was just was over master. the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think I've made it pretty clear. Um, beautiful name, beautiful word, and its meaning is, is is fantastic. But libertarian? It sounds a bit contrarian. Yeah, it does. And it does. also, and and, and also but also, Aryan? That one not caused you a bit of concern? No. I that, th- these are some of the problems I had, and, it, and it's purely the, uh, the, uh, you know, the audible nature of, of the word. But you're right, libertist doesn't, doesn't work, and actually, as soon as you introduce ists and isms and everything, then you do look like an extreme ist. And um, it, it's difficult, it's difficult. I, I, don't, I don't know what I want to be labelled as, I don't like it, I want to be able to change my mind, and it's not because I'm flighty. I quite, so I quite because like, I want my choice.
0: I want my choice yeah, in everything. And, and things I, there, there isn't really. I mean, voluntarist is the only term that currently doesn't get misconstrued. Because even so, things like I say I
1: call out the term radical. I I say, I'm a radical. Yes. A radical. radical what? what?
0: Who knows? A radical
1: is <laughs> Yeah. That that's a problem with that. And
0: even even to like you say, because there are different sorts of libertarians. Even like anarchists, for example, you could be an anarchist, oh, you could an be an anarcho-capitalist, there's or you could be an anarcho-communist. Oh, um, I mean, that just makes no
1: sense. Uh, but but I'm with you, and I find sometimes describing the um, oh, well, I said the things I believe in, and this is I, I I I hate I hate that term. I hate that. This is not a belief. This is about so not the evidence. Stop it stop it. Um, but I but I finally get to the point where someone goes, oh, you're an anarchist. But then they do that little recoil thing where they go, oh, you're an anarchist. And then you go, oh, look, the problem is, is that you're, 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 um, they're equating anarchy with chaos yes, for, for a start. Yes. But you look it up in the dictionary and there it is. Um, it, it, that, that is like definition number two or whatever. Um, and so that's, that's a problem. And you know, it's like, is that, did the dictionary just get written by the statists? You know, is, is, is that Probably. what we're working on working at here? But again, the, the issue being that these definitions are twisted and turned and moved over time and a new Oxford English Dictionary comes out and they go, oh, look, people are using this term. The language must move with the times. And you don't want to look like a sticky arm. No, I want to protect our, uh, um, well, they, protect they, our language. They, a couple of years ago, they changed, the Oxford English Dictionary changed the word literally, literally
0: to mean not literally.
1: And you knew I knew where you were going with that. Um, so, I have a problem with dictionaries. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what to call myself other than unlabeled. But even then, that's a bit def- definition. Is that not a label of <laughs> sorts? <source? laughs> but, but my point is, I, I am me. I want to choose everything myself. I want to assess and engage with the world and make my own decisions and... I, I want my my say to have maximum weight in every decision I make, and I I don't know how else to define that, um, and uh, without using a term that someone else has misconstrued um, and that can be twisted and turned in, in some other way. See what annoys me
0: is that, for example, we could we could reasonably accurately describe ourselves as radicals, mm. and, and in and, comparison
1: and to what's out there at the moment, yes.
0: Um, you know, we were obviously qualified and so we're radical in this. Yeah. Um, uh, but the annoying thing for me is that what we believe in, like the freedom to make our own decisions, to live our lives the way we want to. to not construct have to stov- our stuff stolen. Morals. Yeah. Exactly. The fact that that isn't just a default for everybody just shows how how indoctrinated people are from a Ab- start.
1: Absolutely. And I suppose this where I'm saying I don't I want to be called normal. I mean, we're absolutely not when you're radical, you're not normal, um, but I st- I may, I may accept default <laughs> as a label if default means what you just described. But again the point is you have to you have to take that definition and attach it to that word. And as soon as somebody else does that for you or start saying, oh no, no, the default is you are born into the social contract that you can never see or read or revoke, then I don't like default. And, what, and, yeah, and again what does the default mean does the default mean
0: what you are when you're born yeah. what does it mean after you've had you know 20 years of indoctrination in a state school it's obviously going to be a bit different isn't it you know yeah. you get these, these ideas dropped into you and it took me until I was about 30 before I, yeah. and I probably thought well, hold up a second yeah, this is what I actually believe when you, when you properly start thinking about things pro- yeah, critically um, you know it takes a while to undo all that
1: uh, I've just thought of a term I wouldn't mind being called Okay, uh, a wealth creator. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, entrepreneur. You probably oh didn't... my God, I hate that. Oh, you hate entrepreneur. Yeah, did you not, not know this?
0: Well, I, I knew you. I knew,
1: I knew. the other Nick didn't yeah. like it. He doesn't like it with a passion, but I, I don't like. It. I, I, I recoil. Uh, that's my recoiling one. I don't really? I Don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, yeah, um, a serial entrepreneur. That's just awful. Uh, but no, people who define themselves as an entrepreneur are doing it because they want to go, me, 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 me. That's it, that's it. They're not interested in what they've created. They're interested in self-promotion, that's it. Entrepreneur is a, is a self-promotional term. What's wrong with being called a businessman? What's, what's wrong with being called running or leading a company? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Oh, we're entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Fuck off. I'm now going to have to label this as an explicit lyric. <laughs> we've, we've managed to go about two years without using a single square word, and then you use virtually the worst one. I'm like, oh. I held back from, from, from actually using the label that I would use for entrepreneurs, which is worse than the word <laughs> that I just uttered. But no, I am not an entrepreneur. <laughs> but I'll go with wealth creator. I think, I think because I think capitalism, valueism, value, value creator, value creator. That's not bad. I call it like that. Well, okay. So are we are we coming up with something there that can't be misconstrued? Because is that the
0: labor problem? theory of value? <laughs> So the amount of times, and and you're on Twitter now, so although you probably haven't had as many arguments with idiots as as I have, because I've been on it a bit, or I've been using it for a bit longer. Yeah. I know you had a dormant account that you didn't touch for ten years or whatever. Um, So whenever you talk to an idiot Marxist uh, about value, so far I've just talked to idiots,
1: not specifically idiot
0: Marxists. Right. Okay. So whenever whenever you talk about value to these people, they will often say, and I've I've had this thrown at me on numerous occasions by different people, in that you're equivocating on value. Like, well, no, what, your, what, 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 what do you mean? Like, oh, this, is, this is the definition. I oh, know Marx defines value as this. Well, then he's the one equivocating. This is the dictionary definition of value. <laughs> it's, it's not what, you know, you can, you can, you can t- create your own term, but yes. yeah, create your own word for it. This, that's not value. I mean, yeah. um, that's often where the conversation ends at that point.
1: Because yeah. um, I'm not going to use their terms. So did you see um, Christian Nemitz, I mean, he's obviously he's tweeting, all the time, uh, and he came up with a great one, and it was—he's a
0: master at Twitter.
1: Yeah, and a master. Uh, and but this was around this 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 idea of uh, uh, of, of, of past definitions in books, uh, and uh, and it, it, was a, it was a twist on the on the classic take like that of well Mark said this. Or why don't you go and read a book? <laughs> and and this was. Um, Oh, capitalism produces all this plastic waste. Um, yeah, this is this is bad. Um, and hang on a minute, why aren't we going back and quoting Adam Smith and saying well, Adam Smith? In Adam Smith's book it doesn't say anything about creating um, loads of plastic waste. So this can't be capitalism. <laughs> and you instantly go, well, of course that's exactly how. That's how that person argued with you. Oh This is a book down here. I, I, I haven't critically analysed what it says, and it's also just an ideal, it's, a, it's an intention. It's not been tested, so it, it's not real, but well, why aren't you using that definition? The, the, same, the same thing applies. But I thought, that was, I thought that was very clever, and it's not something I'd thought of before as a way of countering that, uh, that argument, um, because it is about the redefinition of terms, and that's what I, that's what I hate, but I, I, think that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I hate labels, um, but also I don't I don't get that affinity from being part of a tribe in fact I, I know you joke you joke about me spending a certain um three pound sterling uh, on becoming a registered supporter of the labor party um I may have mentioned it once or twice yeah <laughs> listeners of this podcast will know um I mean it worked out really well eventually played was a too
0: close to the wire 2017 Playing
1: election. the long game. Like a couple of thousand votes away from becoming Prime Minister. Um, so it was obviously 2015 when I when I did that. Now, because that was when he was first elected, wasn't
0: it? Was it that long ago? Wow. Yeah. yeah was it
1: 2014? It was. might have been 2014. No, no, no of course not. Because um, uh, it, um, it was Miliband against uh, Cameron in the 2015 election. So of course it was, it was. It was later on in, later on in 2015. Um, so that's when I did that. Up until that point, I had never been affiliated with a, mem- with, uh, with a political party uh, at all, um, and I did that. And then, and then, like later the next year, I did feel I did feel really a bit guilty, a bit wrong for having having done that. So I I, I felt that it was balancing things out by joining the Conservative Party, right? Um, but I felt really odd doing it and it's obviously we've talked before about right the right wing is and conservatism in general is way closer there's way more freedom in it than there is on the left um and often that's where you know people come from that side and it, it become less authoritarian um but i still i still felt really squeamish that's the only way of putting it i, I it was it was this thing i wanted to try and do and redress the balance and Though I, I'm saying that there was a dual purpose because I also you wanted to vote to, in you the You wanted next to vote leader. Vote in for the leader. Didn't I did, me, that was a... but um, but I felt odd doing it, and I felt absolutely no qualms about not renewing my membership. But you felt fine becoming a registered supporter of Labour. No, I'm saying I, I did. I felt guilty after that. I didn't. I didn't. I felt squeamish for doing that afterwards, which is why I then joined the Conservative Party. But then I felt squeamish joining the Conservative right, Party. Okay. So, so you felt squeamish both times. I felt squeamish both right, times. Right. Okay. Um, and I mean, I didn't get my value for money for joining the Conservative Party at all because I didn't get to choose any any leader. Uh, didn't bother doing it this most recent time. Um, I think I've said before on the podcast I did look into how much it would cost to join all of the parties um, because during this like one two year period they all had a change of leader. Well, you'd have got like, bang bang for bang. I could you'd have, have joined, elected. You could, you, 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 you could have voted for like six <laughs> leaders. But also uh, the Lib Dems get through leaders uh, pretty pretty fast as well. Um, they their leaders at the moment um, and the Green Party have, in fact, they like lots of leaders. Um, so you you again you might you consider you get bang for your buck there. But have more leaders than MPs, don't they? Yes, they do. Um, but I I don't I don't like it. And I and and there was I I really crossed the line with myself when I paid that three pounds because. I can't look back on the rest of my life and say I never joined a political party. I, 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 I have to admit that I did. Now I was a registered voter of one as a joke, and then I joined another one. You can't spin that any other way.
0: I, and I, I, I feel the same way about voting. Yeah, you can't do yeah. it. You can't do it. And and I'd say so you know you learnt you learn by voting. Full full disclosure, <laughs> um, you know, I did. I joined the Conservative Party in my twenties because I didn't like yeah. didn't like Tony Blair at all. I, I was just. As most people think, it, I thought, well, that's the only other
1: way. Is that, that's the only party yes. that's got any chance of defeating Labour. I think we can be forgiven for those kind of views. That's mm. fairly normal. The, the concept that you, need, that you need to pick a side. Yeah, yeah. That you, that you can't this is pick the only way. no side. I'm going back to the Geralt of Rivia quote now, with, uh, you know, evil is evil. And, I, you know, if I have to choose, I'd rather not choose at all. But you can. I think you can be forgiven for that. But... Um, I I don't I don't want to be affiliated anymore don't I don't like I don't like joining anything (laughs) I don't I don't join groups on LinkedIn I don't I... I mean I felt so I even I even
0: felt bad voting for brexit yes because that 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 it's like it gives legitimacy to the people who are going to enact the decision which are the people I didn't vote for in the election yes so even though I didn't vote in the election I can't I can't say that I didn't vote for any of them but I voted for Brexit, which is going to be well, like then you legitimise
1: the the democratic system, which you don't like for various reasons. So yeah. we'll, we've got into that in another podcast. Um, but then I, I was thankful for the, the 2017 election and the
0: latest one, yeah. because after that I could say no, this no, is I, why. I, well, I, I, I could say well I have, I'm now not voting again. Yes. Whereas you know, between 2016 and 2017, I voted on the last time I had the opportunity to vote. And I didn't. I really didn't like that at all.
1: <laughs> to me, the last two general elections have re- really helped. And just the way that uh, the Parliament since 25th, 2017 um, the 2017 to19 Parliament, how it treated Brexit, um, to me that just that, that has just shone a light on uh, on democracy in general. Um, now what most people um, uh, say on that is that this is a democratic decision, it needs to be enacted. And I obviously have a great deal of sympathy for that opinion. But um, it, to me, it's more a question of, you, you don't really know what, in quotes, our democracy is. And I actually have a real problem with the way that, the, again, if we're, if we're using terms and labels here, just the label democracy. The number of times, how many times have you heard people, people that you might actually respect their opinions of, but you know they're obviously not in this uh, default situation that, that we're in. Uh, they they are you know their status they you know uh they they have no problem with government and democracy, but they use the phrase that's democracy but they'll use it they they equate free speech with democracy now i don't i don't know where they do that they'll equate the courts with democracy they'll equate their parliament with democracy and it's just la 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 these things these things institutions 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 that's democracy debate 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 that's democracy and I think it's a, it's really loosely used, um, but by but by all sorts of people, you know, by by clever people, by you know Charles Moore will say that's democracy, and I I wince when they do now, and that's a very that's a relatively new thing for me, obviously, um, in the last in the last few years, um, but I I don't like the term again because it's misused. It's said it's it, it's used and abused, isn't it? Because, well, which form of democracy are you talking about now? Because is it representative democracy? Is it direct democracy? Um, which voting system are you using? What are you voting on? How often are you voting on? Are there term limits? Are there? And I go, but it's all democracy, isn't it? I don't, I don't like it when they talk about, particularly our current system of
0: democracy. I'm um, not a democrat. <laughs> no, no, me neither, me neither. Um, when, when they talk about. Uh, you know the current representative democracy and people like you know Matthew Paris and stuff are, are yeah classics of this saying that it's not just about enacting what people want we need to have these kind of checks and balances we need to have the politicians that you vote and they can stop extremist views like paternalism like the whole country or half the country voting for brexit for example
1: that that's just
0: classic conservative proper, proper right-wing stuff paternalism yeah absolutely just going back to some, something I know we mentioned, I think, we, I think you may have meant, briefly mentioned um, the social contract. Earlier. <laughs> yeah, um, not what I'll, the paper is print on. <laughs> I, mean, I was thinking about this earlier, uh, or recently, in that you know how the closest thing I think that we get to a social contract is voting? Yes, if you, if you vote, you're kind of saying, "Please rule me, please govern me." Whoever wins this popularity contest can just dictate how I live my life for the next five years or whatever.
1: That's the that's the closest I, we get. No, I'm not, I agree. you know, I'm it's not, like you're signing the social contract. Yeah, that's, that's,
0: that's the closest you get to, to signing this mythical document is putting your every five place years in a box and and you know, yeah. Please 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 govern me for five years. Thank you.
1: But even if you don't do it, I'm going to govern you anyway. Yes, that's the problem. Obviously, that that that's the problem with that. Yeah. Um, I've got as far as I've got with, uh, with labels and travel and my rejection of it. It was it was this this episode was mainly me ranting um, and then seeing what you thought. And, and, in, and in particular, I, I did want to put to you and you, you, you teed it up nicely for me, which is my concept that you can't. A true libertarian wouldn't call themselves a libertarian, <laughs> um, which, I, which might be a little too purist, but I'm not a purist. Well, I do,
0: yeah, so I, I just, um, libertarian is, I, I do use it because most people will, will know what it means. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't like it because there are too many people who say they're libertarians, but really they're just staunch conservatives. Yes. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're not even, not even minichists. They're not, they're not even objectivists That will say, okay, we want the government to provide the army, the police, the The roads, the courts, and that, and that's it. Yeah. They want education. They want the NHS, and they 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 quite like a certain amount of regulation. It's like, well, hang on a second. How much do you want the state to do? Yeah. And also, how you know, even if you want that that smallish amount of the state,
1: it's going to grow. Yeah. Um. So yeah, voluntarist is probably the closest. uh, Closest term I. Again, it's kind of a it's a clumsy word, isn't it? And this is kind of the doesn't. You shouldn't have the ist on the end of that. Uh, that's 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 the thing. I'm an individual
0: that's that's. Where I'm yes,
1: and in fact that's that's the point isn't it? is that actually if you're an ist, then what you're doing is you're saying you're advocating it for everyone. But actually I'm an individual, which means I get to make my choices uh, and I'm not going to enforce my choices on anyone else and if someone else wants to be uh, ruled by a state they can but as long as I'm not ruled by that state. I think that's a good place to end it. Great place to end it on an actual definition. That we do like we, we like defining things, but I don't like to be defined. That's been the theme of this edition of Sounding Board. Thank you very much for listening uh, and for watching. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please share, please rate, um, do all the things you would normally do to make our podcast popular. Because not enough people, are like you. Thank you very much.